Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the You Decide podcast. I hope everybody has had a great start to their semester. I know mine was a little chaotic. I was very busy. I feel like I did sorority recruitment 24 hours every single day in August, so I have not had a lot of time to work on the podcast, but I am finally back, and I've got a lot of things coming for the Red Flag series. So today we are going over, or this is the second episode of the Red Flag series, and we're going to be going over love bombing. I'm very excited for this. I think this is something that needs to be talked about more and needs to be understood more. It is definitely one of the sneakiest red flags, for lack of a better word, and it's very hard to understand, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to go over the definition Signs of love bombing, why people love bomb, how to protect yourself from love bombing, and then the three phases of love bombing, just to tie it all in and make sure that you guys are at least grasping most of the information. But I'm so excited that you're listening and that you're here, and let's get into it. Okay, so we are going to jump right into it with the definition I found of love bombing. So it reads, a manipulation tactic that happens when someone overwhelms you with affection, adoration, gifts, and love in order to gain control of your behaviors. Now, if you're still confused after the definition, that's okay because I was too. Like I said, this is definitely one of the hardest red flags to see and also understand. So I would definitely, if as I'm reading through, if you're on the fence about, wait, am I getting love bombed? Have I been love bombed? And you're still not sure about it. I would definitely recommend doing your own information because I know that helped me a lot. But I'm just going to read off some signs of love bombing that I knew of and also some signs that I found just from other podcasts and also on the internet, of course. So the signs I have are excessive attention. So this one, they want all of your time and their world genuinely revolves around you they want you to spend time with them over you spending time with your family your friends events anything another one is isolation from friends and family so this one will happen to both partners the person who is love bombing will usually tend to isolate themselves from family and friends because you are the main and pretty much only person they care about in their life but this also happens with you as well. So you you usually don't know that it's happening to you. Like you're not automatically like, hey, I'm gonna, I just decided to isolate from my family and friends. It's something that you do usually subconsciously. So you spend all your time with the par- your partner, the person that's love bombing you. And maybe you're missing phone calls or you're rescheduling plans that you made with your friends. Another one is your boundaries are not respected. So examples of this, um, it's really hard to ask for alone time with a person who's love bombing you because, again, they do want all of your time. Another sign is the relationship feels fast and overwhelming. This one is one of the key signs. This one is one of the most common signs. So basically, they're trying to rush to lock down dating you. Um, okay. I lost my train of thought. The next one is love through words rather than actions. Then there's they put you on a pedestal. 
So this goes a lot into the excessive attention and isolations. So when I say put you on a pedestal, that is not the same as making you a priority. The reason love bombing is so hard to understand is because it's really hard to differentiate love bombing from a healthy relationship. Because obviously in a healthy relationship, you tend to prioritize your partner, the person you're with. But putting them on a pedestal is something above a priority. It's almost in a way idolizing that person. Another sign is over communication of their feelings and early talks about a future. So this goes into, I can see myself marrying you. I think you're my soulmate. I can tell you everything. You're the best person I've ever met. I can't believe I met you. You're just, I feel complete with you. Now, those sound amazing. I feel like a lot of us would love to hear that. But you have to make sure that you understand the context behind these over communications and these compliments. It can also happen unintentionally and intentionally. I'll go into more of that um, when I talk about why people love bomb. But some people don't know that they're love bombing. It's more of an insecurity thing. Another thing with uh, your relationship feels fast. You have to beware when the demonstrations of love happen too quickly. So this, these signs will usually happen in the first month to first two months of this relationship. Whether that's they're dating you or usually the talking stage. Um, going more into they put you on a pedestal. It's basically like they act like you're their savior. Like I said, like idolizing you. So love bombers will tend to make it all about them. And make it feel like you are saving them from their lives. Or just making their life so much better. Another one is that they'll backpedal from what they said. So a big insecurity that love bombers have is that they are very concerned about how they appear. They want to make sure that they feel they sound genuine and authentic. So if what they say makes them look bad, they will take it back. They will either gaslight you or just try to do some form of manipulation to make sure that they still look like the best person in the entire world. Another one, this is a good, this is an easy one to try and find and to look for. So some love bombers tend to treat people, quote unquote, below them poorly. So paying attention to how they treat um, like waiters or if they hold the door open for people, things like that. Like, are they rude? Do they put them down? Are they critical? Are they judgmental? Those are good ways to look for love bombing and love bombers. And then another big one is that something just doesn't feel right. You'll get these compliments and it'll feel great. But sometimes they often will compliment you thing or compliment you for things that you don't believe that are true. More like generic compliments, almost like a robot just spitting out things to you. Or things like, did they not take the hint when you said no? And obviously, if it doesn't feel right, you have to try and trust your gut instincts. So, going on to why people love bomb. So, like I said, one of the biggest reasons is insecurities. So, most of them will have an anxious or insecure attachment style. Again, I will probably do a podcast episode on attachment styles. 
but you can obviously look that up somewhere on what each attachment style means. But this basically means that they will usually have an inability to trust and they will be codependent. So this is another reason they have excessive attention problems because they want to be clingy. They want your time because not only do they become dependent on you, but they want you to become dependent on them. Another reason is that they could be narcissist. Now, I feel like our generation uses that term all the time. Just about people or things that have happened. Like if one person did something bad, they're like, oh, they're a narcissist. But I will be going over a podcast. I've already started it actually. Hint, hint. Over narcissism and what it is and how to spot that as well. But love bombing is one of the biggest tactics that narcissists used. And basically to narcissists, love bombing means let me build your trust so you won't leave me when I break it in the future. Other reasons people love bomb is to make a strong emotional bond and make their partner feel dependent on them, like I said. And all in all, usually love bombing will help this person gain control over the relationship. And again, if you're still confused, I definitely understand. It's very hard to differentiate. So the three phases of love bombing. So the first phase is basically in the beginning, like I said, um, this is when the love bombing happens. So all of the signs that I read over, this is when it's happening. They want all of your attention. They think that they're falling in love with you. They are almost to a point where you're like, mm, he, he or she kind of feels like obsessed with me. I feel like it's a little bit too much. It's excessive gifts, overshowering you with praise and adoration, things like that. That's when it happens. And then it goes into the second phase. So love bombing can happen for months, but usually the person love bombing love bombs you until they know that they can start getting away with things. So the second phase will happen after the love bombing phase. And this is when your guard is down. So they know that you've let them into your walls and that's when the red flags start showing. So examples of red flags would be they become controlling, they become more demanding of your time, and they get upset when you make plans without them. They limit your access to friends and family by gaslighting you. So basically what I mean by that is, if you've listened to my gaslighting episode, you know what that is. So they will make you think that nothing is wrong with their behavior. Maybe something like, let me think. Um... I know that your family is important to you, but I just feel like a little shut out by you and I feel like I just need time um, with you because I don't feel important to you. Or they will say things that make you feel like you're not doing enough and they're doing more. So it'll make you feel not good enough. Basically, it's convincing you that their behavior isn't wrong, your behavior's wrong. And then also in this phase, ooh, excuse me. They also use things like fear and intimidation. And it, I wouldn't say it's super common, but it can get to physical abuse. And that obviously is super scary. Um, this is when their insecurities start showing. So first phase, they're perfect. You're like, wow, 
how did I get this amazing person? They're doing so much for me. I feel so blessed. I feel so grateful. They love me. They love everything about me. And then once it gets to the second phase, all of what I just said is going on. And that's when you're like, oh, this person kind of seems insecure. This is when you're like, mm, are they clingy? Like, do they really like me that much? Or are they just starting to become dependent on me? This is when your head gets spinning. But you still don't, you still can't grasp why. Because nothing seems wrong. Because they're not making it out to seem like something's wrong. And then finally, there is the third phase. So your head starts spinning towards the end of the second phase. And the third phase is when you try to confront them and try to set boundaries. So you might be like, hey, I think I need more alone time or... Hey, I feel like I'm spending a lot of time with you. I need to prioritize my friends or I need to prioritize well, prioritize my family or schoolwork, things like that. You're basically trying to set a healthy boundary and nothing is wrong with that and confronting them usually in a loving way because you're still in that phase where you're like, they're perfect. Yeah, during the second phase, they messed up a little bit. They lied to me or they yelled at me, but like... He or she is never like this. They're usually so sweet to me. So the second phase is where the red flags start turning green for you. And then you're like, wait a minute. So the third phase, you're confronting them, trying to set boundaries. Usually, or almost always, they're going to avoid accountability. So this can come in many forms. Usually they will blame you. Again, make it feel like it was your fault. Like, oh, well, I just feel clingy because I don't feel enough love from you. Or, well, I'm just upset because I feel like you don't care about me as much as I care about you. Things like that. And I feel like a lot of us have heard phrases like that. Other ways is they won't compromise. Um, basically, they, they might tell you straight up, no, I don't want you to go to that. Or I, you need to spend time with me. Or they'll make it out to seem like, Oh, well, maybe you can spend time with them at some other point. Let's have our night tonight. So not compromising or abandoning the relationship. And when I say abandoning, it's not necessarily them breaking up with you. Because again, at this point, both of you start becoming dependent on each other. So normally, he or she, the love bomber, knows how much they can get away with. And... So when I say abandoning, it can even mean just like withdrawing, like they don't talk to you as much. They don't treat you the way they used to, things like that. And then lastly, how to protect yourself from love bombing. So obviously, try and recognize any excessive attention or gifts early in the relationship. Again, we all want attention. We all deserve attention in a healthy relationship. And of course, everybody loves gifts. But when it's early in the relationship, you need to be self-aware that this could start a love bombing phase. Um, a lot of people say with love bombing, if it feels too good to be true, it probably is. And when I say that, I'm not saying love isn't real. The person that you're with is love bombing you because they're nice to you. So I don't want you to think that coming out of listening to this episode. But it's definitely just something to... Um, retain and be self-aware over. Another one is learn to recognize recognize narcissist. And lucky for y'all, 
uh, like I said, I will be having a video over recognizing narcissists, so we don't have to worry about that for too much longer. Another one, be self-aware to your own vulnerabilities. Now, this one is very important because a lot of people, so again, love bombing is a manipulation tactic. People who manipulate others, basically, not to sound weird, but they know how to hunt their own prey. They know who they can manipulate and they know who they can't. And again, I'm not saying that to say you're perfect for someone to manipulate. Everybody has flaws. I've been manipulated. I've also been love bombed. So I understand it's not to put you down, but it's to say, be self-aware. If you have insecurity, like if you also are insecure attachment style or anxious attachment style, that is one of the most common, um, <laughs> I can't think of a better word, so I'm just going to keep using it. That is who they would hunt for, basically. Um, another one is if you came from an emotionally detached family. So when they're feeding you with these compliments and this love and this attention, it's it feeds your insecurity from that. So you, it's harder for you to see that there's anything wrong with that when that happens. Another one is if gifts is your love language. Gifts used to be my love language. So I obviously saw nothing wrong with gifts because I also gave them. But again, just make sure to understand the context of the gifts. And another one is being detached from past relationships. So if you were treated very poorly in your past relationships or if something went on and you became detached from dating, you felt like love wasn't real, et cetera, et cetera. When, again, these people give you this attention and validation and things like that, you're more prone to giving in and letting your walls down with them because it feels so good, too good to be true. And lastly, remember your personal red flags. Like genuinely, if you need to, and you feel like you might be prone to love bombing, I would write a list, like write a list of non-negotiables for your relationship. Like control, if you don't like controlling behavior, write that down all of the other red flags in relationships that you can think of that you will not put up with, write those down and hold yourself accountable and also discipline yourself. Because like I said, in the second phase, they know how much they can get away with. The love bombing, the niceties, the adoration, the gifts are all to see how much they can get away with and emotionally abuse you or physically abuse you because they know that you won't leave them. So you need to make sure that you do not turn your red flag screen. And that is all that I have for this episode. I hope that it was helpful. I know that it sounds a bit confusing, but um, if you need more tips or advice or just want to know more about it, you can DM me on my Instagram, which it is you Decide Podcast. I will always be open for giving more advice or answering questions that you have. So, yeah, that's all that I have. I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Red Flag series. I can give you a hint, and it's definitely one of my favorites. And I might have already talked about it in this episode. So I hope everyone has a great day, and I'll see you next time. Love you.